0: Hello. Welcome to the RD Energy March 2022 Stay Current newsletter podcast. Where today we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world globally and domestically and try to figure out what natural gas and therefore electric prices are going to be doing because remember, we, you know we say this every month that electric prices run very parallel to natural gas prices. So We talk about natural gas quite a bit during our podcasts, but it's critically important to think of it as, as goes natural gas prices, so does electric prices. So this, let's jump in on uh, some key drivers and what's going on. You know, we're leaving March, I mean we're entering March that is, and uh, our coldest days of winter are behind us. So, you know, you would think Natural gas prices and therefore electric prices should be dropping at this point. We've uh, got a, you know, March forecast that looks to be uh, probably a little warmer than normal. We've got next week coming up uh, that's going to be very much above normal. So prices, you know, should be falling, right? But that's not what's happening. Uh, We've got other key drivers that is uh, keeping things uh, supported, keeping prices strong. And it all stems back to the uh, pre-COVID and post-COVID. So we can kind of look at it as B.C. and uh, after, uh, you know, COVID. So before COVID, let's kind of do a quick little history lesson where before COVID hit, we had natural gas production growth every year, 2019, 2019. And uh, 2018, you know, just continued to hit record levels. So up in 2019, we, I mean, we went clear to about 97 BCF a day. On the other hand, I mean, demand was actually growing as well. During that same period of time when natural gas prices were uh, so cheap and uh, production just continued to hit record levels, demand actually stayed up with that production growth. Uh, we we continue to increase our LNG exports uh, to Europe and Asia. We continue to grow our exports to Mexico. We continue to increase the natural gas use in electric generation to where now it's the number one fuel of electric generation. So the demand for natural gas where, you know, uh, Twenty years ago, it might have been mostly a winter thing, and you know, and then some manufacturing rest of the year. Now it's become, um, you know, we still use more in the winter, but it's become a year round fuel that and year round demand, and uh, we're seeing our LNG demand just continuing to go up as we just continue to ship more and more, uh, hit, hitting record levels. So US now is the number 1 natural gas exporter in the world. Over the since the beginning of 2022, the US has overtaken Australia and overtaken Qatar as the number 1 natural gas uh, LNG exporter in the world. So we do have demand. But you know, but you've got you know in that pre-COVID years, we did have that growth, but then once COVID hit, You know, production basically shut down. You know, demand dropped like a rock, just dropped off the edge. Oil production, oil demand dropped dramatically. So, product prices fell, demand fell, and thus the interest in investing in um, a a, uh, commodity that is so volatile in price became something that uh, we saw... That was a that was a kind of a mindset that lasted for almost two years, where you know investors said, "I don't want to invest in a fuel that it can be seventy to a hundred dollars and then be ten to fifteen dollars." So they the investment in drilling uh, really ceased, and during that time, the uh, the producers of oil. They decided to get smarter with their dollar as well. They, instead of drilling and drilling and drilling, they ended up, um, you know, paying off debt with their income. They ended up um, increasing dividends uh, to their shareholders. So they they got a little more. They got much more frugal. They got. They said, "What dollars we do want to spend, we want to spend it on all these wells that we've drilled over the years that we never completed." So many times a lot of wells are drilled, and uh, you know that while they've got the drilling rigs, they're going and they're drilling and they're drilling and they're drilling more wells, but they go back later and finish those wells. But during that heyday of drilling, they didn't um, stop drilling for years, and they built up a inventory of those uh, drilled but uncompleted wells, over 7,000 wells, so... It was something that, uh, you know, it was kind of a phenomenon of having so many wells. But that ended up that all those wells in in inventory actually helped the the U.S. in 2021. Basically, when they decided to quit investing so much in new wells, drilling new wells, they decided, well, to keep production up then they needed to they went back and started using a lot less dollars to complete the wells they had already drilled so the number of wells in the uh, country dropped from you know over 7000 wells that at one point we had in inventory to about you know lower, you know over 4000 wells about 4400 wells and when you consider that it is expected that of those 4400 wells 2500 might be dry holes so you can, you can see the inventory of actual wells drilled but uncompleted actually dropped to probably the lowest point in many, many years. But that natural gas coming out, out of those wells helped prop up natural gas production in 2021, helping to keep the supply and demand, although it was still a tight, you know, very tight balance, it kept it in balance rather than let demand overtake supply. And we see prices go even higher than they already did. So, so now, you know, we're running out of those dr- wells but uncompleted. And if you don't drill new wells, production will decline. You know, th- it's a natural uh, phenomenon that when you drill a new well, put it in service, and you start producing that well, the production is already starting in decline and over the course of the first year to uh, year and 18 months the decline in the production is pretty steep so you have to keep new drilling going on the whole time to keep replacing the natural gas and oil that you are using and coming out of the well in the early months of the well being in operation so if you're not if you're running out of wells that are drilled but uncompleted then you better need to start having more of an active program to keep production up. So p- prior to um, like COVID, we hit about 97 BCF a day. In 2020, it turned out that we hit about 91 BCF a day. And in 2021, we averaged around 93.5 BCF per day. So you can see we had a substantial drop. So now in 2022, the... Uh, you know the drilling started to pick up a little bit as oil and as oil prices started going because a lot of natural gas comes out of those oil wells. A big part of uh, natural gas that we use comes out of, of actually they're associated with the oil wells. So, so basically, um, we've now got to a point where um, you know for the first time in quite a while we now that oil prices are. Uh, $100, uh, oil prices has kind of uh, pushed the door open for new drilling. And uh, we're seeing the new drilling uh, rigs getting out into the field and more of them uh, happening all the time. Uh, I'm not sure if we can really say that it's enough yet. To, I don't think that we anybody can say that it's enough yet uh, to be drilling yet because it needs to be uh, ramping up and continuing over time. But uh, it is a start, and it could be six months or more before we see the first uh, molecules of uh, fuel coming out of those and getting into the market. So it's going to be a while before that new uh, oil and natural gas hits the market, but um, it is beginning. The other thing we have to also remember when there's drilling rigs going on, they also have fr- uh, called fracking teams, so I think we've all heard about the term fracking. Fracking is where they go, and they uh you know basically um, break open the seams of uh natural gas and oil and um, um, to get the natural gas coming up out of the ground so the fracking process they have to have teams come in after the well is drilled. And frack the wells, and so again, right now there's uh, there's a there's less fracking teams available than there are drilling rigs available, which is probably not surprising. So, but right now uh, we do have a program going on now. The U.S. has uh, an increase in production uh, drilling, and uh, we hope to see that helping our production picture in uh, later this year, especially in the first quarter of 2023. But right now, prices uh, pre-COVID was uh, you know three dollars below, and now after uh, COVID, we've seen um, you know especially in 2021, we started seeing prices hit three fifty, then four, and all the way up to where we hit some really high numbers at over five dollars, over six dollars, even over seven dollars uh, on a very short-term basis. But now, we're trading you know, on an average, normally it seems to be around four fifty per MMBTU, uh, where pre-COVID, you know, we were under $3 per MMBTU. So you've seen we've, got, we've had a substantial shift in natural gas prices, thus a substantial shift in electric prices. So we have a lot to, as consumers, we have a lot to be thinking about. How does that affect our budgets? How does that affect our product costs? How do we manage that? How do we make that less impactful? Are there things we can do? And as, uh, you know, as uh, consumers, it, you know, it's becoming a, a pretty big issue. And uh, so when we look at uh, now, we're moving into the issue of you know, the, the, the Ukraine war, uh, Russia invading Ukraine. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, gas flows through Ukraine, Ukraine from Russia <clears throat> to, especially to, especially to Europe, uh, and in uh, particularly Germany and Italy and France. So, you know, a lot, a lot is yet to be written. About what's going to happen in the coming days, you know we know the sanctions are hitting uh, harder and harder. more sanctions seem to be going on every day, and uh, natural gas seems to be still flowing through Ukraine. Uh, but what if it stops? What if that demand for natural gas over in Europe becomes so much that you know the I mean the energy prices really skyrocket over there higher than they already are? prices over there right now is, uh, you know, four or five times higher than they are here in the U.S. So what is trading at 450 per mMBTU here is trading over $30 per mMBTU in Europe. So, the you know, the, the concern is if prices continue, uh, if that natural gas gets cut off uh, from Russia, going that the prices over there will escalate uh, substantially. Which could really put a foundation under our uh, prices as well, and keep them elevated um, coming up. So um, there's a lot. So there's a lot of factors there. So we need to continue to um, try to figure out, uh, you know, as consumers, you know, what can we do? I mean, so you know, I guess what we at RD Energy always um, like to advocate is that it's never too early to uh, start looking at your strategy. You know, you know it, it sounds so simple that look at energy prices, follow the market trends, look for price dips, and buy at a good opportunity. But we've found that the vast majority of consumers don't look at it that way they look at it as, hey, I've got my business to run, and I get it. You know That is something that's natural. Most people don't speak the energy language, so they do what's comfortable, and and I get that. But when you find that you wait until your contract is about to end before getting a a new natural gas and electric contract, then you've got to take whatever the market is giving you. If the market is extremely high, that's kind of what you got to take because that's what you chose to do. But our way, and what we try to advocate, is to um, let us do that for you. Let us watch the market trends. Let us inform you and t- coach you and teach you as the energy goes and prices go and the market trends go. And we look for price dips. And then we can come to you and say, hey, here's a price dip. And this might be a good time to lock in some or all of your uh, supplies. In addition, we'd like to look at uh, other programs like peak load management and demand response. And yeah, they might sound like complex issues or complex things to do, but for the larger consumer, those are things that are really on the table. That we've got quite a few clients that are saving money every year. Uh, you know, uh, on you know, based on performing with their peak load management, shaving costs, shaving substantial costs off their bills. And also in demand response, earning substantial income off their, uh, you know, based on, uh, uh, you know, their uh, prog- for the demand response program. So, you know, you, you know, we have to now get creative. We now need to get, you know, uh, kind of a, a, a strategy going and say, hey, how do we make lessen the impact of these higher natural gas and electric prices? Well, my contract, you might have the luxury of your contract not coming up for 12 months or maybe 18 months or two years. But th- the time is to start today to watch market trends and to watch data and get, keep up on, you know, listening to this podcast, reading our newsletters is a great start. But having one-on-ones with us and getting to know us better and know how we watch market prices and looking for dips and doing uh, peak load management, demand response—that's a whole strategy that can really work well for you to lessen the impact. So that's what we advocate, and that in these days of it's never been more critical to get a strategy going. Natural gas and electric prices—you know—we may see in the next. 30 to 45 days, we may see the prices hit the low point of the year. We don't know, but, but we do know that we're coming out of winter. We're coming into the air conditioning season of the summer, and we know that right now there could be uh, some weakness in the market unless unless things happen with the sanctions and the, the war that keeps things elevated and throws, throws another curveball into the mix. We could be looking for a, a nice price dip in the next 30 to 45 days. But, you know, you have to be prepared and you have to be ready. You have to be nimble and you have to be, re- you know, have a partner that can help teach you and coach you to do that. So that's what we think we are at RD Energy. We hope if you are a uh, not a client of ours now that you'll see the value in it and you'll want to talk to us and kind of get started on looking on um, putting a strategy together and let's start planning uh, for the next uh, future. Let's start planning for the next uh, contracts, electric and natural gas, and start preparing a way to lessen the impact because these prices we are today are going to be impactful. It's going to be uh, an adjustment to your budget and to your product costs. So you've got to manage how to do that. So, hey, we, we thank you for listening to our March RD Energy Stay Current podcast, and we look forward to uh, talking to you in the upcoming future.